Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you from Corner of the Galaxy Studios on Thursday, January 11th. Uh, very, very short amount of days now. Only 11 days left until the LA Galaxy entered the 2018 preseason. January 22nd is when they will, of course, be reporting to StubHub Center. That is when the season will start. Physicals, all that fun stuff is just around the corner. I'm serious. It's not far off at all. Uh, the LA Galaxy also approaching, you know, really the start of the 2018 season and with a whole bunch of signings that they have made now. Um, I don't think anybody can sort of question that they actually have made some signings. It looks like the LA Galaxy roster uh, might actually be uh, something to, to keep an eye on. Uh, again, the LA Galaxy just 52 days away from that opening day kickoff against the Portland Timbers on Sunday, March 4th. Uh, I hope everybody's starting to get their tickets ready and everything is uh, going on. Uh, I, of course, am uh, coming to you solo tonight. We'll see how long that'll last. Um, press for time this week, so if you're wondering where all the co-hosts are, it was simply because I didn't ask because I was running around like crazy. Uh, some quick housekeeping notes. Uh, February 17th, of course, is our open house. I will announce some details about that probably next week, so uh, pay attention to that. Uh, you're going to want to see all the fun stuff that we have going on here. Um, and then, of course, you're going to also want to um, you know, pay attention to our website. Uh, I will be at the January 21st. That's the day before the LA Galaxy Open preseason. And I will be at the uh, Jersey unveiling covering that event, so I hope to see a bunch of you there. So please do that. Also, in a uh, twist of fate, I have been uh, invited to MLS Media Day, the big media day for MLS uh, in Los Angeles. So that takes place on January 20th. Um, so I expect to have some uh, audio, some information, some fun things like that to sort of uh, hand out during the weeks. That way uh, it, it's going to be a good week. Now, that week... Uh, on starting January 22nd, I will actually be flying out of the country, and I will be gone until the 29th. So likely our Monday night show that would have happened on the 29th more than likely is going to happen on the 30th. Uh, so Kevin Baxter and I will be there. But that means that we're going to miss shows on the 20, uh, let's see, I think the 22nd. Um, and then whatever it is, uh, 3 22nd is Monday. 23rd is Tuesday, 24th, on the 25th as well. So uh, no live shows then on the 25th. But like I said, I think I'm going to have some content for you guys. And if that's the case, then I'll be able to go ahead and uh, and sort of get everything uh, all set up for you. Okay, so there, there should still be some interesting stuff I can release during that week. And I will try to keep up from uh, Scotland as much as I can as I'm doing some business stuff as well. So it might be a little bit of a quiet week for us, but uh, not to fear. We'll be back in, into the swing of things as soon as I get back in the country. Uh, better to do it now than during the season, that's what I say. And then, of course, uh, preseason games starting up very soon as well. So that's sort of our, our little housekeeping to start everything off. I want to thank everybody for uh, obviously paying attention to our last uh, podcast, very popular, with Mr. Kevin Baxter there. And we talked about some of the moves that are now official. Uh, Perry Kitchen joins the LA Galaxy. That is something that uh, that is now official and something that we talked about and, and guessed correctly on Monday night's show that this was all going to happen. Uh, we'd been hearing some rumors. It seemed like everything had worked its way out. So uh, not very surprising that the LA Galaxy land Perry Kitchen. In order to do that, they had to go to DC United. They had to pay for his rights. Uh, 100k in general allocation money and $200,000 in targeted allocation money is what DC United got. So about 
$300,000 in allocation money switches hands um, to DC United, then DC United, uh, you know, gives us the rights or gives the LA Galaxy the rights to Perry Kitchen. Uh, the Galaxy then signed Perry Kitchen and made that announcement. So uh, that is official. Perry Kitchen becomes another midfielder. The LA Galaxy, after they've signed Servando Carrasco today, uh, which I will also uh, talk about here in a little bit, but the LA Galaxy now have 11 midfielders. And I know some of you are saying, how could they possibly have 11 midfielders? This is crazy. That's too many midfielders. The funny thing is that they had no defensive midfielders, or at least no dedicated defensive midfielders until they signed Perry Kitchen. Perry Kitchen signed as a targeted allocation money player. That is an interesting designation. That basically should mean that he's going to make over the $504,375, if I'm getting it right, or maybe it's five seventy-five. I can never remember the last. But it basically over the $505,000 that is the max budgeted player in MLS for 2018. So that may raise some questions for some people. And some people have asked, does he become a TAM player just because they had to play, pay $200,000 in TAM for him? No, it doesn't seem that way, and it doesn't seem to act that way. I've asked for the clarification. Right now, I'm going by the assumption that he's making over $505,000. And I know a lot of you are sitting there going, why would you pay Perry Kitchen $505,000 to play uh, in Major League Soccer as a defensive midfielder? And the answer to that is that the LA Galaxy have a lot of targeted allocation money, and that's probably a pretty good use of it. And in order to do it, it means he makes more than the 505. Plus, he is a European player. Uh, was playing over in Hearts in Scotland and then Randers FC in Denmark. So, I mean, he is a little more valuable than, than you know, just your everyday, probably random uh, American defensive midfielder. Uh, but he's also filling a need for the LA Galaxy, who obviously uh, have decided not to re-sign Jermaine Jones. Uh, no big surprise there. Um and really haven't had a defensive midfielder that has been worth assault since Nigel de Jong departed. So that's where you go. And, and I, certainly with, with the re-signing of Baggio Usidic, a lot of you are saying, well, he can play in that role. And he does play in that role. That's, that, let's be clear about that. He absolutely plays in that role. He just shouldn't play in that role because that's not his role. He's a little more offensive or he's a little more box-to-box. Uh, Perry Kitchen should be sitting in behind Jonathan Dos Santos. Dos Santos is going to be the box-to-box guy, be a little more offensive. Perry Kitchen can sit in behind him. All right, so that's sort of where he's at. And that's a starting position, boys and girls. This is not a, a guy who's coming in for uh, to, to sit on the bench, and you don't pay a TAM player like that to sit on the bench, although Michael Ciani might be an argument against that particular theory. Um you know, you're going to do it and you're going to bring him in and he's going to be a starter. So right now you're looking at Perry Kitchen is the starter and that sort of starts to, again, fill in your role for the Galaxy. The problem I have right now is that whenever you fill in these boxes, whenever you start to gather all these players and start to put them and position them and, and lots of people have said, well, the Galaxy are going to play five midfielders and one striker. Okay, cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. Let's go ahead and do that. That You know, start writing that stuff down. But the thing is, you're going to quickly find out that if Giassi Zardes is not playing striker, that Giassi Zardes doesn't have a starting position on the field. Because if you look at your five midfielders, and let's call it five midfielders, uh, if you look at your five midfielders from left to right, it's probably Sebastian Legett on the left. Uh, and he's got Ima Boateng to back him up on the left-hand side. Um, then you go into the center with Jonathan Dos Santos and Perry Kitchen. You go out to the right with Roman Alessandrini. And if you're going to throw a fifth midfielder in there, it's going to be Giovanni Dos Santos. And then he's going to play the link between the striker and whoever the striker is. So if the LA Galaxy don't get a striker and it's Giassi Zardes, I see him having a starting spot. If they don't 
if if they do get a striker, then where does Giassi's artist go? And that's sort of been our big question in the offseason. So not ultimately surprising that we're having this discussion, but at the same time, it is important to note. Um, one of the other things that happened today, David Bingham, um, or excuse me, happened yesterday as we're recording on Thursday, happened on Wednesday, um, is that David Bingham joins the LA Galaxy. Uh, this is a deal that we, we had anticipated getting done, and we had talked about it on Monday's show, but it is final. And if you remember, the LA Galaxy gave $100,000 in general allocation money and $100,000 in targeted allocation money to the San Jose Earthquakes in order to get the rights to David Bingham. Uh, Bingham, of course, lost his starting role after playing in 23 games last season for the San Jose Earthquakes, lost it to Andrew Tarbell. Uh, Bingham is a guy who has been around for a long time in Major League Soccer, originally drafted in 2011. Um, didn't really start get his starting legs in until 2015, and in 2015 and 2016, he started and played in every single game the San Jose Earthquakes had um, in terms of league play there. So 34 games, 34 games, uh, and then 23 games in 2017. So uh, a guy has 96 total games played, 95 games started, over 8,500 minutes in Major League Soccer, and has a career goals against average of 1.24. Now, that's that's I, I think this brings some stability to the position and, and, and possibly could even be, you know, one of the better signings and better goalkeeping signings that the L.A. Galaxy have had since. I mean, going back to Jaime Pinedo, maybe it, it, it might be it have been that long. If you look at sort of the people who have sat in there, it was supposed to be Dan Kennedy and Brian Rowe came in and did a really good job. But in my opinion, right now, at least, um, I'm going to put David Bingham ahead of anybody else in terms of, uh, you know, how the Galaxy have done with goalkeepers uh, since Jaime Pinedo departed. So having all that said, you know, it's it's Bingham is going to be the starter. I know there were some questions. I don't know why there were questions. There, there were some questions about whether or not he would be the starter. Uh, he is the starter. OK, he is the starter. He's the number one. We talked about Perry Kitchen being the starter. Perry Kitchen is the starter. Absolutely. All right. Um, so and so is David Bingham. So you now have a starting lineup where you can now slot David Bingham in at the goalkeeping spot. So we're starting again to put these pieces together. I gave you the midfield. Well, now the defense is pretty much set. You have Rolf Felcher out there on the right hand side. You're going to either have Stares or Siani in that in that right center back role in the left center back role. It's probably Jorgen uh, Schielvik. All right, so Jorgen Schielvik's going to sit in that left center back role, and then it's Ashley Cole on the left-hand side. You have uh, Dave Romney, Daniel Starez, uh Hugo Ariano to sort of back those guys up, and I imagine the LA Galaxy are still going to add maybe one or two more defenders, and they're going to look for a backup in that right-back role as well. Uh, Dave Romney can play the center back in the left-back role. Uh, Starez can play a center back role. Uh, Hugo Ariano is more of a center back than anything else. I guess you could say that you could back him up. He could back up at right back. I don't think that's a thing. So um, I, th- I think the LA, LA Galaxy are still going to attempt to get one more right back. So uh, as you're uh, following along, of course, I am uh, still struggling with my cold. So if I seem like I'm a little off sometimes, it's just me trying to talk for an hour without coughing. We'll see how that goes. We move on, of course, after David Bingham and the LA Galaxy make another signing, uh, Servando Carrasco, another person we had told you about, another person we had anticipated was going to sign. So um, these are not surprises for any of these. Um, They're just simply updates on everything that uh, has happened. Uh, Servando Carrasco, his rights were acquired with the first pick in the second stage of the 2017 Rancher draft, uh, was playing with Orlando City. 
uh, before this last season. Uh, he is a defensive midfielder, and this is the backup for Perry Kitchen. So we talked about having 11 midfielders. That's great. You still only have two defensive midfielders, two guys who are going to be, you know, sort of your rocks. You look at Perry Kitchen, he's not going to play 90 minutes. You look at Jonathan Dos Santos, I don't think there's going to be time. I think there's going to be times where he doesn't play 90 minutes. Um, there are a bunch of midfielders that will not play 90 minutes, and that's just sort of the nature of the position going back and forth. And so being able to have the depth, uh, somebody like Servando Carrasco seems like a smart move. This is not something that I, that I consider a, a position of not need. It was a position of need. Uh, both Kitchen and, and Carrasco are positions of need right now, even though the LA Galaxy have 11 uh, midfielders and maybe seven guys you can play centrally. It's a lot of center guys, but at the same time, there's a bunch of guys who have positions that can also play other positions. So you look at somebody like Sebastian Legette is a center midfielder, but he can also play out on the left-hand side. Something to keep an eye on. Uh, just how they rotate through all of this. Uh, Giassi Zardes, again, where is he going to play if they get a striker because there's no more room in the midfield? And quite honestly, the bench is starting to get pretty deep as well. Uh, who's your sub for Roman Alessandrini? Roman Alessandrini can also play in the center of midfield. That's another one that you can sort of say, oh, look, he can play in the center, but he's probably going to play outright. Do you move Roman Alessandrini up top? Is he your striker? Is this what Siggy is trying to do? I don't think that's what's going on, and certainly the rumors tell us that's not not that is not what is going to go on, okay? Um, but they still need a backup right back. They still need to figure out there's there, there's some shallow spots. Right back is one of the shallow spots, and I think the other position is going to be at striker, even though the Galaxy will have one, two, three at opening day. You probably need one or two more, and you need a starter in that position, and I'm not sure they have that. So uh, with Servando Carrasco, that brings the total LA Galaxy roster right now to 20 people. Um, get ready to add number 21 as well. Uh, Corner of the Galaxy, me right here, is reporting that the LA Galaxy are interested, at least, in signing uh, backup goalkeeper Brian Silvestri. Uh, Silvestri is currently plays for North Carolina FC. That's formerly the Carolina Railhawks, and I'm sure most LA Galaxy fans are very familiar with the Railhawks and U.S. Open Cup play, and the fact that Bruce Arena never seemed to be able to beat him uh, even whenever he didn't show up. Uh, Silvestri did start 12 games in goal for the 2015 Philadelphia Union. Uh, he's 25 years old and six foot five inches tall. He is a, I think if you're looking for a backup, a great choice at backup, uh, just for the fact that he's probably going to get some Open Cup games. Uh, he may have to back up uh, Bingham in case of any <coughs> injuries, excuse me. So again, we'll just we'll we'll see how this starts to fill out, but that's now 21 whenever they uh, eventually get around to signing Brian Silvestri. Um, so I think that if they're going to sign any more goalkeepers, I don't think it's the senior team. I think you go to LA galaxy two and maybe Jesse Gonzalez is, is that guy. I believe that's who, who's down there. Um, <laughs> once again, I have trouble remembering all of the, uh, the LA galaxy two guys and a lot of them have left. Um, so it's going to be a re-education period whenever we start, but, uh, is it Eric Lopez? I think it's Eric Lopez is who I really wanted to say. Um, but there's a goalkeeper down there that could possibly be that third string. All right. Uh, Jesse Gonzalez plays over for FC Dallas and that's twice in two podcasts that I have used his name in place of somebody else. Um, so that's, that, that's fun. Let's keep track of that and of how stupid Josh is, uh, on a regular basis. Um, so anyway, Brian Silvestri more than likely going to come in and, play that backup keeper role and that will bring the roster to 21 players um let's see if we run down the roster real quick we can just uh for everybody you know playing along at home you can start listing them off in your head but i will help you out uh giovanni dos santos jonathan dos santos roman alessandrini michael siani giassi zarda sebastian legette uh, joao pedro 
Ima Boateng, Daniel Starez, Bradford Jamison IV, Dave Romney, Hugo Ariano, Ari Lasseter, uh, Jorgen Schielvik, uh, Rolf, Rolf, yes, Rolf, Rolf Felcher, uh, Ashley Cole, Baju Husidic, David Bingham, uh, Servando Carrasco, Perry Kitchen, and Brian Silvestri will probably be that 21st. At least that's the uh, way everything's leaning. Um, but I do anticipate that that's probably going to happen here sooner rather than later. Um, let's get to some of your rumors, and I'm sure that's going to get us into questions and comments and everything else. As a matter of fact, if you're on the live show, feel free to give us a call. Uh, it's very easy to do, 949-734-4217. The number is on the screen if you're following the live show, so 949-734-4217. And I'll be sure to get you in here, and maybe we can talk a little bit of LA Galaxy if you have any questions uh, that you want to throw out there. I am going to get to some questions that you guys have here very, very soon. Um, let's see. Here we go. As we get into our rumors, uh, let's start with my first favorite rumor. Um, it's not Pato, so I guess I should be happy that it's not Pato, but this one is going to get the same attention that Pato gets. Uh, the next person to ask me about it will get slapped. Landon Donovan to Lyon uh, down in Liga MX. Uh, here is my take on Landon Donovan possibly going down to Mexico to play Lyon. Uh, I don't care. Uh, this is why I don't care. Landon Donovan is not an LA Galaxy player. He was at one point. He is not anymore. He has retired twice. This is it. It's over. I don't care. Landon, I hope you go. I hope you have a fun time. Go play. Enjoy yourself. Do whatever you want to do. You're Landon Donovan. You can. And and this isn't like me taking, you know, t trying to take anything out of Landon Donovan. He's great. He's wonderful. He's always going to be a legend for the LA Galaxy. He's just not on the team anymore. I'm not following rumors that are people who aren't on the team anymore. Have fun. Enjoy. He's not coming back to the Galaxy. That's all that really matters. Next, move on. If you're really interested in this rumor, go ahead and have fun with it. I... It just seems outlandish and, quite honestly, foolish that I spent even 30 seconds on it for right now. So let's talk about some more foolish rumors being I'm in foolish rumor land right now. Uh, because this is certainly foolish rumor land. Chicharito may become available from West Ham. Uh, West Ham not doing very well in the Premier League. Uh, they're looking to possibly offload him for only 17 million pounds. Woo, what a deal. That's what it got to be, 19, 20 million dollars whenever you uh, get it. Maybe a little more. I didn't do the conversion because, again, I don't care. First of all, there's a reason I don't care. The Galaxy don't have any designated player spots and they certainly don't have 17 million dollars for a transfer fee. And between all those things, LAFC is apparently the link to that. All right, so we'll see if LAFC is anything or has anything to do with this. But right now, it's not a Galaxy rumor that makes any sense. There are no designated player spots available for the LA Galaxy. I, we started talking about this as soon as 2017 was over, actually before 2017 was over, which was the Galaxy cannot spend a bunch of money in the offseason because they don't have any designated player spots available. So there's a couple options that you have. One, you can use the TAM, and they certainly have a max TAM still available at $1.5 million, basically. They can go out and pay anybody $1.5 million. So if Chicharito wants to come for $1.5, sounds great. Bring him on over. All right? Um, but <laughs> the, other, the other thing that we talked about was that without having a designated player spot, they can't spend their way out of the problems. It's not going to happen. All right, there's some TAM spots open, but stop it with these rumors that are going to cost the Galaxy a bunch. You go ahead. You know what? There's always a way. And I told you what the way was before 2017 was even over, is you sell Roman Alessandrini. Why, Josh? Why would you sell Roman Alessandrini? Because he's the only valuable asset that's worth anything to open up a designated player spot. 
I'm fairly certain the LA Galaxy may have tried to loan out the the Dos Santos brothers, or at least there was a there was a there was a question about it. Maybe Siggy put his foot down and stamped it all down. All right, we we had heard about those rumors. We talked about them here on the podcast. Maybe he put his foot down and said, "Nope, that's not going to happen." And maybe that's true. But the Dos Santos brothers didn't go anywhere. I have to imagine that if it was worth enough, the LA Galaxy probably would have made the move. But it's not. And so you can't get rid of them. Getting rid of Jossie's artists, and this is the, the, I, I'm going to go over all the things that people have suggested we, the LA Galaxy do in order to free up spots. Are you ready? Let's go over all these things that people have suggested the LA Galaxy do in order to free up spots. Um, let's see. Sell Giassi's artists, which the LA Galaxy have been trying to do since at least the summer, possibly even into May, April of last year. It doesn't look like anybody wants him. And certainly not at the price the LA Galaxy might have out there. All right, so that's first. And by the way, you sell Giassi's artists, and that doesn't do anything for you. Does zero for you. Doesn't open it up a designated player spot. It doesn't open up an international slot. So that's ridiculous. Let's throw that out. So crumple. If you wrote that down on a piece of paper, you've been punished. Crumble it up. Throw it away in the trash. Let's see. What other things have people said that you know what you could do? You could buy down Roman Alessandrini's contract. Okay, let's go ahead. Let's do this. Let's buy down Roman Alessandrini's contract. Oh, Roman makes two million dollars, just shy of it, by the way. One point nine nine. Um, one point nine nine million dollars. Go ahead. Let's 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 go ahead and try to pay that down with targeted allocation money. That's what you want to do, right? Okay, you can't. And why, Josh? Why can't I have I have two point eight million dollars in TAM that was you know uh, available. Uh, why can't I go ahead and, and put in, you know, $1.5 million or $2 million? Because there's a ceiling on TAM, and we've gone over this many times. There's a ceiling on TAM. The max salary is $1.5 million. Roman Alessandrini makes $2 million. Are you going to go to the best player, that the MVP of your team for last year and say, hey, Roman, you know, you did a really good job carrying the team last year. Um, quite honestly, you were one of the only bright spots, and we're just going to need you to take a $500,000 pay cut. Y'all, y'all ready to do that? Who's going to do that? Let's do that. We're, we're going to go? No. Okay, nobody's going to do He's. Why would he do that? And quite honestly, it's insulting even to approach him about it. There's other people who could be taking some haircuts there that maybe you could do it. You want to talk about Giovanni Dos Santos and his $5.5 million. There's some haircut money in there that to be taken. Now, it still doesn't help you because you're not going to get him down to a targeted allocation money uh, spot. There is an p- option of possibly at summertime being able to buy down Roman Alessandrini because of prorated everything else that's fun like that. I'd have to go in and look at the new targeted allocation money rules to see sort of what they allow it at the half season. Sometimes there's like a $2 million, like it won't be $3 million salary or, you know, it'd be a max of maybe $2 million salary because it's prorated and that's really only a million dollars. Anyway, MLS rules, lots of fun, that type of thing. So we have to look at that. So there might be a thing, but then what do you do in the off season? You got to get rid of a designated player. Whoever you bring in, you're going to keep. You get rid of, you know, Gio and Jonah, maybe, or you get rid of Roman, but you know that going into the 2019 season that you're going to need a designated player spot. But keep an eye on the summer thing. Summer is is way more interesting right now than I think everybody's giving it credit to because the Galaxy haven't gone out and signed that $1.5 million TAM player either. Summer, after the World Cup, guys more willing to move, four-year cycle resets, it's a good time for the Galaxy to be focused. Maybe they don't spend all of it in this first sort of half of the year. And I think Kevin and I talked about this on Monday. It's not throwing away the season. Absolutely not. It's not throwing away the season if you do that and, and wait for half the season. 
the LA Galaxy have done a very good job. In fact, they are gonna should get a very high grade in terms of sort of who they've brought in in this offseason and who they've signed. I mean, you look at a team that was created last year that had no rudder to it whatsoever and seemed to be like put together by throwing, you know, dice on the floor and, and picking random numbers. Uh, this year there is a rhyme and reason, and Siggy Schmidt has gone after the defensive side of things. The LA Galaxy had a minus 22 goal differential. Minus 22 goal differential in 2017. Sporting Kansas City, who scored four less goals than the LA Galaxy, had a plus 11 to show you how bad the LA Galaxy defense was. That's a 33 goal differential swing between those two teams, and Sporting Kansas City scored four goals less than the LA Galaxy, which means their defense, which was the best in, in Major League Soccer, was really good, which didn't ultimately help them get very far in the playoffs. But nonetheless, it was something that was there. All right. So, that, again, these are the things that we sort of keep an eye on that we want to look at. Um, so he's gone after defense, and the defense is good. Now it's about finding that one or two pieces at offense to sort of really set this team up for 2018. Do you wait for summer when maybe you could be getting a better deal, a bigger name player for $1.5 million? It's a good question. That's at least something everybody should be thinking about right now, that not everything has to happen right now. The Galaxy were in such a mess, I'd be amazed if they were just able to fix it with one offseason. But you you tip your hat to Siggy Schmidt and Kurt Schmidt and what they've been able to do in terms of their focus. And you can see their focus. You can see their game plan. Defense first. Makes sense. Again, the offseason requests were goalkeeper. Got it. Right back. Got it. Center back. Got it. And a striker. Just waiting on that last one. Now, the Galaxy have had a lot of chances to get a striker. If they start the season with Jossie's artist, I've already told you that I think that the offseason is, is a lot of a failure. It's just because you can't go in expecting different results from the same people. I mean, you can expect an improvement, but can you bank on it? That's sort of where the question lies now for the LA Galaxy, is what they can bank on, who they can count on. Uh, Jossie's artist in with the U.S. Men's National Team training camp right now, uh, the January Camp Cupcake. So he's there talking about that he's heard the rumors, the same as everybody else, that uh, the LA Galaxy have been shopping him. So uh, it's interesting. So anyway, again, we go back to trying to free up spots for Chicharito. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Uh, it doesn't seem very likely. So let's move on to a target the LA Galaxy have certainly looked at before. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Now, Zlatan is sort of the white whale of the LA Galaxy front office right now. He's had some injury issues, obviously, with the, uh, I think, the torn ACL. Could have been the MCL. I never remember these things very very clearly. But Zlatan came back from that, play, is back playing for uh, Manchester United, is having, again, fitness issues. It's it's things that you expect after an older player has an injury of this 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 caliber. So it makes a lot of sense that the LA Galaxy would be um, you know, looking at uh, not going with him again. This seems like this is done. But again, why would the LA, how could the LA Galaxy get him? They don't have a designated player spot. Say it with me. The LA Galaxy don't have a designated player spot. So stop sending me tweets that tell me the LA Galaxy should sign this player, that player, when you know they don't have a DP spot. The only sure way that you, if you want to start, if you want to send those tweets, go ahead, you can. All right. Just include Roman Alessandrini in all of those. Okay, just say, hey, let's sell Roman Alessandrini and get this guy. Okay, because that's, that's again, that's the only one that makes sense. Okay, so Zlatan, no. 
It's not that that time has come. The time has passed. If the guy wouldn't have got injured, there may have been a chance he was be at the LA Galaxy right now, but he's not. And for those of you saying, hey, if Chicharito goes to LAFC, they're going to steal all the thunder. Guess what? They're already stealing all the thunder, and the LA Galaxy have had a better offseason than than LAFC have had right now. Yes, LAFC gets to do the designated players and all those things. But when you look at the completeness of the team, Siggy Schmidt has done, I believe, a better job than Bob Bradley to this point. We'll have to see what it looks like whenever it all figures out. But, I mean, the Galaxy almost coming at this from an expansion team sort of point where they had 13 players, I think, on the on the roster at one time, and, and now they have, you know, 20, 21. So, <clears throat> first of all, LAFC is already going to sell out, and somebody was saying, hey, you know, LAFC is going to sell out all their games, and what are the Galaxy going to do? Uh, the Galaxy could not sell out every single game and still have a higher attendance than, than LAFC. All right. That's what I'm saying. That's where it goes right now, um, is that the Galaxy have a bigger stadium. The Galaxy don't sell out a lot of games because they have a bigger stadium. LAFC has a 22,000-seat stadium. The LA Galaxy can average right around 21, 22,000 people pretty easily, actually, especially with a team that doesn't suck as bad as last year's. So stop with all that. They're, they're going to be the shiny object. Just get over it. And if they sign Chicharito, they'll be a little bit shinier. All right? But the Galaxy already made their bed when they have three designated players, two of them which are brothers, and one of them is Roman Alessandrini, and none of those are world superstars that demand people show up to the stadium. There's some people for Gio. Uh, I doubt there's any diehard Jonathan Dos Santos fans. It, it doesn't seem that way. But the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, this is it. So be realistic with what is going to happen here in these remaining days, 11 days until preseason. Can the LA Galaxy get somebody like Ola Kamara? Hey, there's a realistic rumor. The LA Galaxy could use targeted allocation money in order to sign him, but right now it seems like they're in second place. The Galaxy are in second place behind the Colorado Rapids. This is the reports that are coming out uh, from earlier this week. Now, there's a couple things that could happen here. One, the Colorado Rapids probably have a whole bunch of allocation money and a whole bunch of targeted allocation money if they wanted to spend some, although I doubt they're one of the teams that's going to be spending any of their discretionary $2.8 million targeted allocation money that the team has to pay itself. So they're probably not going to go that. But you know that they're the team that usually trades things, that usually gets you know general allocation or targeted allocation money in return, and they could be p- packaging some players together in order to send to Columbus in order to get Ola Kamara. Does that mean the LA Galaxy aren't interested? No, the LA Galaxy have been interested for a very long time. All right, from from before we even heard that Ola Kamara wanted out of Columbus and had asked to be moved, okay? So the LA Galaxy is still in this, okay? But they may have shifted focus a little bit, and we go to our 23-year-old Uruguayan striker, Rodrigo Aguirre. Uh, He is uh, a left-footed striker, uh, I believe currently playing for, for Udinese, uh, he's been on loan to everybody, uh, Empoli, uh, Perugia, FC Lugano, uh, Nacional. I think uh, Lugano was in Italy and didn't quite cut it there, and now he's on loan with Nacional. Uh, it seems like Udinese is ready to send him somewhere, ready to put him on loan somewhere else, and it seems like the terms are within the LA Galaxy's grasp, including a three hundred to $500,000 loan deal that can be used targeted allocation money for. Galaxy have that cash. That's not out of the realm. Um, and then they just have to pay his salary, whatever that salary ends up being. And and I can't imagine that it's going to be something that's ridiculously expensive. But you're talking about a 23-year-old, uh, youngish, left-footed, forward, I'm going to say attacking player. I've watched some video on him. I think 
Um, I think this really is something that you can that you can say he could be a nine. I've seen him sort of play more withdrawn and more on the left-hand side, especially with that, and I'm fine with that. I love number nines who stretch the field uh, horizontally and start out wide and make runs to the inside. To me, that's the most genius move for a number nine. Um, staying in the middle of the park sounds crazy to me a lot of times. Uh, he's speedy. He does have some take-on speed, but he has some injuries. But here's the deal. Roll the dice. $300,000 to $500,000? Yes, please. All right? This is a smart. This is a smart move. Right now, there's a $6 million buy option. Don't buy, just rent. Rent, figure out what you got. $300,000, $500,000 to pay that. You have the money, you have the targeted allocation money. Make this deal, LA Galaxy. This is important. All right, this is a striker you can put up there. Now, we say that, you bring in you bring in this guy. You bring in Rodrigo Aguirre. You bring him in, he's your striker. Where does Jossie's artist play? See, this is what I'm talking about right now. The Galaxy have to move Zardis. If they're going to go out and get a striker, if they're not, then start Zardis. Because at $577,000, I don't want him sitting on the bench. All right, And quite honestly, for that guy, I think he deserves a change in venue. I think he deserves to get away from the LA Galaxy because um, there were a lot of wills broken last year and maybe none, some more, none more so than, than either Brian Rowe or Jossie Zardis. Whether that was coaching staff issues or whatever it was, there was just some some messed up heads in that locker room. Okay, so you can certainly see it. Um, but uh, so so you don't need to buy him, or at least you don't need to buy him right now. And that six million dollars, maybe you talk him down a little bit. You know, hey, let's talk. How about we give you one point five million dollars? Oh, look, targeted allocation money. You know, you you got to see how these things go. He has had some injuries. I'm not going to say left knee injuries or at least knee injuries. I'm, I forget which one it is. Um, and he's still coming back off of an injury right now, a meniscus uh, either tear or injury of some sort. It's a gamble. What have I been saying in the offseason, though? You, you guys shouldn't be making T-shirts of some of the stuff I say. Uh, the LA Galaxy will need to gamble and get a gamble correct in order to compete in 2018. It's that simple. All right? So so that's sort of where that's sort of where I sit on this one. All right. Uh, I think we have a call here. 323, who's this? Hey, uh, Josh, this is Bobby. Hey, Bobby, what do you got for me, buddy? Uh, I just want to say that I completely agree with uh, your take on uh, on Aguirre and uh, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, they seem to sort of be, if you're going to get one, you got to move the other one, and if not, then Jesse's artist is going to be sitting on the bench, right? Yeah, and, and to me... Um, the way it's set up, uh, the Aguirre trade works out, or the way it's it's uh, speculated to be, take that risk, you know. Yeah, it's not a whole cheap. Yeah, it's not a whole bunch of money. This is one of those that's sort of like, why isn't he already here? Um, and by the way, the rumors were that he uh, he was his agent was coming up to L.A. to possibly finalize that deal. I will tell you, and and Bobby, I'll tell you specifically, and everybody else can get this knowledge. I will tell you the L.A. Galaxy. Uh, this is a real rumor, and the L.A. Galaxy are interested in this player. This is not something that is uh, just sort of being thrown out there by an agent and doesn't have any wings. There are definite wings to this. If you want to get excited about it, go ahead and do it. Just don't put uh, you know his uh, the Aguirre uh, on the back of your shirt just yet. Uh, at least I wouldn't. Um, and it, here's the thing. I will say this, though. If you end up being stuck with Jossie's artist, which seems, Bobby, like maybe that is something that has happened. Maybe some clubs have not wanted Jossie's artist. So if you get stuck with them... Is he horrible coming off the bench? I mean, you're going to pay the guy anyway. He's not a horrible option to come off the bench, or he's not a guy who you can't shift with um, with Rodrigo Aguirre to sort of go back and forth with these guys, right? Yeah. All right. I just the only the, my only worry is uh, 
again, like if if Josh were to be, become like a bench player, how would he take it? You know, hopefully, if that's the case, he he comes out you know harder. But you know, again with with how last season was, yeah, I don't know how it work out. Yeah, I mean, there there is some stuff there. All right, Bobby, I'm gonna let you go. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Appreciate it. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, there goes uh, there goes Bobby. Um, so uh, again, thank you for the call. If anybody else wants to get in here, you have some comments. You don't have to agree with me. I mean, I like it. It makes me feel better at night whenever I'm laying in bed and you know thoughts of shows are going through my head. But you don't have to agree with me. This is not this is not one of those things. If you think I'm completely wrong, if you don't want to risk it on Agiri, you can call in and you can say, "Hey, I don't want to risk it because you're an idiot, Josh." That's fine. I mean, try not to use bad names. Like, like, don't call me names because I have a. I'm kind of sensitive, but yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm here for you guys if you have it. Uh, we have another uh, phone call here. Do we have a uh, anybody there? Yeah. Hi, Josh. It's Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Thanks for calling in, buddy. What do you got? Um, I was just wondering if you have anything on uh, us possibly getting rid of Siani. Uh, okay. So Siani, uh, it doesn't look Ooh. like it doesn't look like it's gonna happen. That's all I can say right now. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Uh, it doesn't seem like... They're, they're, the biggest possibility right now, Jimmy, is that the LA Galaxy could just eat his contract and release him. Uh, and there would be no cap hit. You're allowed to do that to one contract. All right, so that is that is all the only information that I can sort of tell you on Siani. It doesn't seem like that's going to happen anytime soon, all right? Cool, thanks, man. All right, thanks for the call. Appreciate it, Jimmy. All right, let's see if we can uh, get in on another call here. Uh, let's see. Who's this? Anybody there? Seven one four. Are you there? All right. We may have we may have just lost missed a call. It, it happens sometimes. Again, I don't have call screeners. And by the way, they just like change Skype, and they're giving me a darn heart attack changing Skype. It's not as much. It's not as easy to use. I know they thought that they were doing good, but like most things, if you just would have left it alone, it probably would have been uh, fine. So seven one four. If you uh, if I missed your call, you can certainly call back in, and I'll do my best to uh, take it here in the incomings. Uh, let's see. We got about twenty minutes left, so uh, we can sort of start to do. Oh, I got another rumor for you, though. Um, somebody's asking, by the way, in the uh, in in one of the chat rooms. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Got another call. Let's see if we can get this one. Three one zero. Who's this? It's Evan, the guy who's been tweeting at you today. Hey, Evan. Thanks for calling in, buddy. What do you got? Uh, I just want to let you know. I mean, the Galaxy are in a tough spot right here. I mean, LAFC is definitely gaining on them, and. Charito puts them over the top, obviously. What? Why do you? I, I why do you? Why do you think it puts them over the top? Ch- Chicharito's a top ten star here in Los Angeles. I mean, I think everybody basically knows him here in LA. But and he, he's a superstar. Okay, Evan. But here's the thing, right? Is that in Los Angeles, if your team doesn't win, it doesn't matter. So, do you think that LAFC has put together a better team than the LA Galaxy? If even if they land Chicharito right now. Uh, they still need center midfielders after that, but I mean, look at the Lakers. Longo Ball is the biggest player in LA right now in basketball. Yet, yet he's uh, definitely not the best player. He's yeah. the most talked about, though. Yeah, well, and I get that, but I can also tell you that I can actually get tickets to Lakers games now, whereas when they were winning and they had Kobe Bryant and they had real stars, I couldn't get tickets. So there's a difference. Yeah, definitely. There's, definitely. So there's a difference here. And the difference is, and again, I think I've said it many times, um, and I don't know how right I am. Actually, I do know how right I am. I've been right every single time. In Los Angeles, you need stars and you need winning. All right? So if LAFC mm-hmm. comes in and they don't win, 
then they're going to be a flash in the pan in a couple of years in terms of, hey, people aren't going to start showing up. They only have a 22,000-seat stadium. I can fill that. That's that's easy to do. So, I mean, uh, they, they've hedged if, their bets. Goes to, if he goes to LAFC, they sell it out. They even look into renting out the Coliseum for a couple of games. I mean, that's how big Chicharito is. Yeah, okay, that's great. But they're going to sell out every game this year. It doesn't matter even if he doesn't uh, I come. Understand, but they, they could go to the Coliseum and they could put 60,000 in there. Yeah, and if, if the, and there. if they're playing, if they're going to play somebody else, maybe they could. But again, you, you have to have the results. If they go to, if they get sixty thousand in the Coliseum, Evan, right, and they mm-hmm. and they suck, all right, there's not going to be sixty thousand in the next Coliseum game whenever they go. It's still about results in Los Angeles. It's stars and results. So again, until they do anything, um, and I, by the way, I don't disagree with you that I think that they're going to, they could be the bigger team in Los Angeles here very sh- shortly. I've never disagreed with mm-hmm. that, okay? But they're going to have to do something, and they have to show it on the field. And right now, I think the LA Galaxy have a better team put in place, at least on the field. Even if Chicharito comes in, I feel like the Galaxy are built better, all right? There's going to be some thin spots on LAFC. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes with expansion teams. Now, could they be Atlanta? Yeah. They could be, Evan. They absolutely could be Atlanta in, in terms of coming in and doing really well. So that's that's sort of where, where I got with that one, all right? You good? It's just who... Uh, let me ask you a quick question. Who who do you think is bigger in L.A., the uh, Mexican national team or the U.S. men's national team? Mexican national team. By far, right? And Gio's a bit – he's a star for the Mexican national team, and uh, there uh, are tons of people at the airport to greet him, right? A, a bigger star than um, than a lot of people, yes. Mm-hmm. And and what has happened to his, and what has happened to his star in Los Angeles since he came to the L.A. Galaxy? He He doesn't speak English very well, and he's – been a disappointment, obviously, but Chicharito's five times bigger than him. Yeah, and he's five times five bigger. Times. And if he comes and he plays like he does at West Ham, which is not scoring goals, then his stars are going to suffer, just like Gio's suffered. So that again, it's the Los Angeles thing. All right, I'm gonna let you go, Evan. I appreciate the call, though. All right. Bye, man. Uh, all right, let's see. We I, we got calls coming in like crazy. Everybody everybody wants to argue with me now. All of a sudden. All right, who's this? Six two six. Hey, what's up, yes, man? How's it going, man? Chilling. Are we still talking about Giassi or? or uh, we can talk about. Other? We can talk about anything you want. So tell me what you want to talk about. Okay, let me start off with the Gire. I think it's a good risk. Three hundred four thousand on the loan. It's yep. Not bad. You know what I mean. Yep. Look what we did with Siani. Six hundred grand. Come on. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And you we could throw that money away. Go ahead. That and then also a lot of people, they've been yapping and crying about how we should sign a South American for some reason. Right. Caring where he's from. Right. You know he's from Uruguay. He's not bad. From the wrong team, though, he's a gallina. It's all about Peñarol down there. <laughs> gotcha. So, but I think Aguirre's yeah. acquisition, if it does happen, it's going to be a good one for the team. He's young. He's going to be hungry for goals. We need that because we don't have a goal. We don't have a striker right now. Nope. nope. Well, you do. We, well, you do. You have three of them, but I don't know that any of them are starters. Boom. Boom. You, so you're going to put BJ in there, you're going to put Ari in there, and you're going to put Giassi's artist in there. Those are your three strikers. <laughs> Giassi's a defender. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, that's what I that's what I saw. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, listen, I'm with you 100. percent I think it's a good gamble. Again, it seems like it's smart money um, to me. I, it, it's something you're like, okay, so what if it doesn't work out? It doesn't work out, and that's okay. You know, you're, you're no you're no worse off, right? You can't be worse off. <laughs> yeah, you could be like me right now, at Ontario Airport on the flight to Alaska, delayed three hours. Oh man, well, I'm uh, glad it's delayed so you got to talk to us at least. I mean, that, that's good. All right, so a little a little silver Shut lining. Up. All right, man. Shout out, shout out to Guessman, all the homies out there repping the two one three was good all day. All right, see you guys. Hey, hey, ha- hey. have a safe flight. 
Hey, hey, guess what? What? Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's what I thought. All right, uh, we'll see if we have. Uh, oh, okay. Finally, one more. This is you guys are going to keep me busy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Seven one four. Who's this? Hey, Josh. It's Thomas. Hey, Thomas. Thanks for calling in. I know you tried about seventeen times, so I appreciate that, and I'm glad we finally got you on. What What, what can I do for you? So my my question is twofold. My first one is on Siani. Is there any chance that that last year he was just coming off the couch and out of shape? And this year, you know, he's going to be a professional and uh, actually be a player on the back line. Yes. Yes. Now, is it a, is it a realistic chance? I've talked to some, f- some former coaches who have seen him. I've talked to some guys, and they said, hey, the guy hadn't played in months. Uh, he threw him out there. Even Siggy Schmidt said we threw him out there too soon, too early. Uh, there were some horrible things he did, and maybe there were some good things, Thomas, that, that we're okay with. So maybe, possibly... Uh, he will he will shine this year and be the center back that the LA Galaxy need uh, in order. To, again, if the Galaxy are going to be good, I think in 2018 they're going to need a couple surprises, and he could be one of the surprises that could be really good. Sure. So I mean, my second one. Yeah, go ahead. My second my second one's about Zardes. You know, for 500,000 shirts, a lot of money, it's a lot of camp. Why not just keep him and allow for the positional flexibility? For all we know. Um, after the World Cup, Gio's going to retire, or at least, you know, metaphorically retire and go back to, to playing like garbage again. Um, I just think he allows us to do a little bit more, and maybe he plays up top with a Geary underneath, and maybe with someone who has a little bit of drive and motivation, we get a little bit more out of Giassi. Um, it, you know, we could put Giassi on the wing and allow Sebastian to move back inside. I just, it doesn't make sense to get rid of even remotely quality pieces when we were bottom of the table last year well i'll tell you this i don't think you're going to be able to get rid of him so it may be something that that he stays and that he's here for you know the 2018 season and that's it so maybe you will have that flexibility i'll say this though whenever i look at depth charts and how things go you could put him as you know if you get a gear you could put him as second underneath a gear you can put him as second underneath geo in terms of depth and and those positions you play and then you could take him second or third on the left hand side or maybe second or third on the right hand side because i think uh, Ima Boateng is is definitely the backup to Sebastian Legette, and then you have Roman Alessandrini and Bradford Jamison is probably the backup on the right hand side so i mean you start to slide Zardis down pretty fast, but I don't disagree with you 100%. One is, and my real reason for probably agreeing with you a little more than most people will, is that I don't know that they're going to be able to move him. And when they can't move him, you're going to need to be able to get creative with him. Um, there's still 21. Let's see, they're going to have 21 players, so there's nine spots available to fill. Two of those have to be homegrown players that you have to put in there. Um, so <laughs> you can see that the, the LA Galaxy still have a couple spots to fill and some depth to create again, but I, I'm not sure that, uh, I'm not sure that, I don't know that he's going to be happy staying here if he's not a starter. And if he's not happy, I, I think you may be wasting a, a, a position or a roster spot on him because I, I just think that he, last season was, was a mentally draining season for him and that he needs a change in scenery in order to be good again, which I think he can be good again. So that, that's my take. Any, any follow up on that? No, I think you're absolutely right. Um, you know, I, I think especially as a professional, as a goal scorer, you need the reps. And if you're if you're sitting on the bench, it's going to be tough for him to find the groove. Uh, one more thing, I know I'm bugging you about Rubio Rubin. I'm retracting my statement. I think that's a bad sign. Uh, did some research. He scored three goals in almost 60 professional games 
we can't afford that. Well, absolutely I, not. I was going to say this. I've been, I've been, I've been studying him. There are a lot of MLS teams apparently available and looking for him. The LA Galaxy sits second in allocation order. He is a U.S. men's national team player, so he would be coming back from uh, in, or into an allocation position. Be, the LA Galaxy being in second behind FC Dallas gives the Galaxy a lot of leeway. Basically, Dallas just has to say we're not interested, and the Galaxy could land him. I'm not saying it's a lock. I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying that there is an option for that to happen. So if you like Rubio Rubin, um, he hasn't been playing a whole bunch of any of the teams that he's gone to in recent years. Um, so it would be a little bit of, you know, a gamble for him. So, you know, it, it'll be interesting to sort of see uh, where he lands and how he does. Um, but, yeah, 41 appearances, three goals uh, with FC uh, Utrecht. Um, so we'll see, and that's in the, that's in, numbers. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is sometimes. It kind of, but you don't know what those appearances were either. Which and some of those appearances could be he got five minutes at the end of a game, right? So sure. and he, I and I know he's battled injuries too. Which, um, I which, saw that he's been out for for quite a bit over the last year. Which is another sort of uh, question mark, um, you know, big, in terms of big red flag. Yeah, but well, I mean, not even red flags. Again, you have to take some gambles. You're going to have to get some guys who are injured, and you're going to have to stay healthy this year. I mean, the Galaxy can't afford to have the same injuries they had last year. It'll be another disaster of the season. So, um, you know, if if they can stay healthy and get some guys who you think are going to be okay, and they actually end up being really good, you 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 have something going in 2018. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I appreciate the call, though. All right. Thanks, Josh. All right, talk to you later. All right, there we go. I think I'm going to close down the uh, the calls for the rest of the show here. Got about 10 minutes left, so uh, no more calls for that as as we sort of fill it out. But I did I did have some other <clears throat> um, let's see I had some other questions from Twitter that I wanted to get to, and I, I think we got some of them, and um, we'll see if we can go through those go through some of these. Um, one of them was you know there's some chicharito questions in there. Um, you know, uh, Christian uh, at Christian Ivan, Christ, Christian and I, Christian Ivan. Okay, I don't like Twitter names; they're too too difficult for somebody who went to Arizona State. All right. Uh, do the reports of Aguirre coming to the Galaxy have anything to do with why the Rapids are front runners for Ola? Is it possible that they will acquire both? They could. Um, we'll sort of see. I don't think so. I think it's going to be one or the other. I don't think the LA Galaxy are shifting focus from Ola Kamara. I think they would like Ola Kamara. They would still need to acquire an international slot, of which they have zero. But you can always go to the International Slot Shopping Center, which is, of course, New the New England Revolution, and get one from them. Or <laughs> any other team, any some of the other teams, like Minnesota. You could probably get one from Minnesota, is my guess as well. Um. I don't think that I don't think they're necessarily related. I just think that Colorado will be able to put together maybe a better package for Olo Kamara um, than the LA Galaxy will. Although the Galaxy could do the Zardis thing and throw in some tan money and and switch switch and swap there. Uh, and Greg Berhalter may want something like that up in Columbus to get Jossie Zardis come back and 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 sort of um, you know maybe mold a, a young player again. Um, some Rubio Rubin comments. Oh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Brian uh, at Brian Smith says, almost three years ago, you said GDS maturity was a factor. So Giovanni Dos Santos's maturity was a factor, and it was yet to be seen if he moved to L.A. to party and be closer to home or to mature as a player. Looking back, did he come to party, and can his brother push him to mature as a player? I haven't heard a bunch of wild reports that says uh, Giovanni Dos Santos isn't trying in training or hasn't shown up in training. Um, there was certainly there was a, one or two reports of that of some other players last year. Uh, Gio wasn't one of those. Um, from everything I've heard, he's a hard worker in training. So I don't know if that is. Can his brother get him back into this? Maybe. 
can the LA Galaxy being a coherent unit get him back into this? I think that's a better possibility. So so maybe, Brian, we'll see how it goes. Um, let's see. Eric says, uh, at LA Galaxy Faithful, or should say LAG Faithful, he says, do you think qualifying to the Champions League should be a season objective? It's always a season objective, but at the same time, for the LA Galaxy right now, their season objective is not to suck as bad as last year. Um, I certainly think that that is a realistic expectation in terms of not sucking this year, okay? Uh, if you're the LA Galaxy, you have to do everything in your power to bring everything back to you, okay? You have to bring everything back. You have to be strong this year because you were so horrible last year. And I know that's sort of just out there in terms of, you know, exactly what is the uh, the actual um, you know, the goal of the LA Galaxy should be to win an MLS Cup every year. That's great, and you should have that. And if you win an MLS Cup, then you get to the Champions League. So should the goal of getting back to the Champions League exist? No. The goal of winning an MLS Cup should exist, and there you should go out and try to win that, and that puts you into the Champions League, okay? So I know that's a roundabout way of saying that. But at the same time, don't suck in 2018. That is another T-shirt that you guys should all be making and selling. This LA Galaxy don't suck in 2018, okay? We'll, we'll work on it. We'll refine it. Um, let's see if there's anything else I want to sort of get to on here. Um, somebody asked if the LA Galaxy win MLS Cup. Will I cut my hair in a mohawk? No, I don't have that much hair to begin with, and I'm not letting it go now. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Oh, I love it. Are there any top strikers in the league or outside we can bring in? And if so, who? I think we've gone over all the sort of rumors that are anything, you know, even close to predictable. Uh, my good friend David Klein, who is a newscaster now in some middle of America state that I can't remember. I want to say it's North Dakota, but it's probably wrong, David. So I apologize. I'm wrong. Uh, any predictions on which Los Dos players last year might get some senior team minutes this year? I, I'll be honest with you. Efren Alvarez still is the guy in my list. And that's the easy answer. But I didn't watch enough LA Galaxy 2 last year. And plus, they jettisoned a whole bunch of people for me to be able to figure it out. Um, I really like Kova Rubius, who now apparently went up and signed with uh, another team. Um, <coughs> and he was the all-time LA Galaxy 2 uh leader in appearances. Um, let's see, Josh Turnley just went up, I think, and signed with Sacramento, maybe. Um, also with Jaime, uh, Jaime Villarreal, I think, went up to Sacramento as well. So there's some guys moving there um, that I haven't been able to track or pay attention to in a while. So that's something that uh, that I'll try to do a little bit better of this year and see how we can possibly, possibly uh, do our best to, to sort of get things ready and waiting here. Let's see. Uh, only a little bit more time left. I'm trying to see if I have any more questions or if we are done. Uh, somebody's asking about uh, Robin Van Persie and whether or not he's still an option uh, at uh, at Striker. And I think he signed with another team or he was about to sign with another team. And so that looks like it's not an option anymore. Okay. So uh, and I think in our rumor tracker there, it says he's not an option anymore. So Okay, let's see. I'm going to go through everything one more time to make sure. We've talked about uh, David Bingham and Perry Kitchen, uh, Servando Carrasco coming, Brian Silvestri possibly coming to the LA Galaxy, although possibly I'm telling you I think that that's a realistic option to happen and be announced sometime soon, maybe even next week. Uh, I told you I was going to be at the Jersey Unveiling for season ticket members at LA Live at the Novo at LA Live on January 21st. I will be there. Look for me. I'll probably have my microphone. Um, I'll be I'll be adorable. I'm sure you'll all, all enjoy it. Um, let's see. We got that. We talked about open house on February 17th. Um, like I said, I am ready to announce some more details on that coming up in the next couple of weeks. So you're going to want to do that. February 17th, the LA Galaxy will host the San Jose Earthquakes at the Great Park 
in Orange County. Um, that is approximately 10 to 12 minutes away from the Corner of the Galaxy studio. Let's use studio. This is my work office, by the way. I work in this office every single day. Um, I just turn it into a recording studio at uh, nighttime. So you guys will be able to come in here uh, and you'll see this. I'm going to do an auction for the LA Galaxy Foundation. It looks as though the LA Galaxy Star Squad will be stopping by. All right, that is that is sort of one of the hints there. I'm hoping that includes Mr. Cosmo as well. We'll see if that happens. Um, and, uh, and I'm going to have some other things. But we're going to do uh, you know some charity auction stuff for the Galaxy Foundation and all that fun stuff. Uh, Kevin Baxter said that he would actually be here for that if he, uh, if he possibly could. So he'll be here. I'll try to get any of the co-hosts to be here as well. Uh, will they sell beer in Irvine is one of the questions in the chat room. I will tell you right now that uh no my guess is no 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 beer in irvine uh orange county it's probably you know what orange county is probably a dry county i live here i should know uh, no it's not but i, I don't think that's going to happen it's a 2500 seat stadium the great park uh that can be expanded and if you sit on grass about 5,000 people so that's why the season ticket members uh got their tickets and that's about it um so it would be uh pretty good oh so good and just one more ridiculous rumor and i know they're doing it just to stir me up uh, how about miguel amarone for la galaxy striker absolutely make that deal happen right now trade whoever you need to do all right there you go that was it that's how it goes all right you guys have anything else i don't think you do i'm pretty much out of here i know you guys are done uh we will have another show on monday uh, i'm off this weekend to denver so i will be there and then i will be back and then monday and thursday we will have shows and then after that it's the week after the week starting the 22nd um where i will be off to scotland all right there you go that's all of the information that i have uh hopefully you'll be following along at corner of the galaxy where you can get all of the information the updated rumors all of that fun stuff is right there for you so go do it listen enjoy read share with your friends we're growing like crazy because of you amazing amazing listeners and, and amazing readers at corner of the galaxy and if you keep doing it i guarantee that we will have more and more excellent content for you uh i am working on tra possibly trying to get perry kitchen david bingham uh servando carrasco on the show as soon as possible siggy schmidt is also on my list kurt schmidt on my list as well chris klein la galaxy president on the list as well so those are all things that i'm going to try to do before the start of the season i'm just letting you know right now all right that about does it for me. If you're looking for me on Twitter, at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. And of course, head on over to cornerthegalaxy.com and follow us on Twitter at Galaxy Podcast. All those things, that's where you can find our writings, our shows, all of our fun things right here that we do at Corner of the Galaxy. Our dedicated co-hosts, reporters, uh, people who cover the LA Galaxy unlike anybody else can do. That's what we do here at Corner of the Galaxy. All right. For all my co-hosts co who got a week off, uh, we wish you a very happy weekend. Everyone stay safe. We'll be back on Monday with Mr. Kevin Baxter. Uh, I'm Josh Guessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, Goodbye, everybody.